When Peter Whittingham joined Cardiff City for just £350,000 in January of 2007, I don't think anyone could have predicted the impact that he would have on the club and us as a fan base. Witz celebrated goals as if he was embarrassed to have scored them, dodging the players as they mobbed him, and shrugging his shoulders as if he was just taking the bins out. And over the past week, I'm sure he'd be almost sheepish at the outpouring of love and affection that there has been for him. But the outpouring of love from players, fans and the people who knew him best at the club has seemingly given a new insight into a man who disappeared from the public eye. From Joe Rawls calling him a great friend to Aaron Ramsey thanking him for taking him under his wing. Even Kevin Theophile Catherine, a man who spent just one year at Cardiff, said he remembered his kindness vividly. As fans, we measure players by what they made us feel with the ball at their feet. His teammates and his club staff would have measured him by his kindness and personality. He was a man who clearly had time for everyone, a story for all, and a sense of humour that endeared him to everyone that he met. And as a footballer for Cardiff, he gave us the best years of his career. Ten years from boy to man. He was the catalyst for so much of the good times we saw as fans. Top scorer on our FA Cup final run in 2008. A free kick at Leicester away, the ping of the goalpost echoing in my mind, then a penalty in the home leg in the playoffs. A brilliant performance in the final against Blackpool, giving us two assists even though we lost, and then the League Cup run. A brilliant performance at Palace away and the corner in the final that led to Turner's euphoric equaliser. And these are just a few of the moments that made him what he was. It's been said a thousand times, but he had a wand of a left foot, a magician with the ball at his feet. If you wanted something special to happen, you gave the ball to Wits. His goal reel is like a competition to one-up himself, each goal slightly more jaw-dropping than the last. And best of all, he lived and drunk among us. And every fan has a story of meeting Wits. Mine, a moment I remember to this day. He was in jumping jacks with Tony Capaldi and Jason Byrne and it was a quiet night, I think it was a Tuesday, but he took the time to talk to us and have a drink with us and was as friendly as you could have hoped. A player like Wits comes along once in a generation. It seems as a fan base we were all lucky enough to have met him at some point and I've yet to see a bad word said about him. He always had time for people, whether that was a picture, a chat or even a bit of a joke. I've always thought that when a footballer dies it feels different and this one feels the most painful of them all. Peter Whittingham was someone we watched on Saturday afternoons for 10 years. Him and Cardiff City were intrinsically linked for a decade, and when he left, it just didn't feel right. He was Cardiff City. He was Cardiff. As a fan, he lived out my dreams for 10 years and he made it look easy, and now he's gone, part of us has gone with him. Whittingham was as humble as he was talented, as down-to-earth as he was magical. He scored 35-yard screamers, then shrugged it off as if he didn't care. He was dry and mischievous and clearly a friend to all. Our thoughts at this time must go out to his young family and his wife Amanda. Wits made Cardiff his home and we should be so grateful for that. He was taken far too young and I'm truly sorry we'll never be able to say thank you to our number seven. So here's to you Peter Whittingham. City loves you more than you will know. A tribute to Wits. Peter Whittingham, how can I put this into words? For over a decade Wits was the best, most talented and cultured player we had. Certainly my generation he was the best I've ever seen. I don't know how any tribute could quite scratch the surface of the loss that Cardiff City and, indeed, and more importantly, his family has suffered. If you know me, you know I'll always wax lyrical about the magic which has left boot and could go on for hours to anybody bored enough to listen. When I found about his passing, I was in work. I had to go out a word of myself as I was teared up and a lump in my throat. I was just devastated to lose my hero. That sublime goal against Barnsley, that drag back and curling stonker against Borough in the Cup, the stunner of a tackle slash shot that ended up flying into the net at Reading. So many to list, so many that are just ingrained in my memory. 
I remember properly falling in love with the way Wits played in that 09-10 season. 25 goals and 51 appearances for midfield was astounding. The way he'd strike a ball so cleanly, well, his his passing was just incredible to watch. To be honest, watching Wits brought me and my old man closer together as we both admired him massively and travelling back and forth to games for Carmarthen back then. We were just purred by him on the way home after games. That free kick versus Leicester in the playoff semi, I was at the old man's house and from the moment it pinged the post, my fist nearly went through his light fitting in his front room and his missus nearly went berserk. But him and me just jumped around the living room replaying it on Sky Plus for the rest of the afternoon hearing that satisfying ting over and over again. I watch his play now and would love to have someone as cultured as him whipping balls out of the wings with that trademark volleyed first-time ball finding them every time. Legend is a word that gets thrown around too easily in this game, but I genuinely believe that before his tragic passing, he etched his name into the history of this club. We've lost a true club legend who gave 10 magical years to us. He might not have celebrated goals or stuck a player up in the air two feet, apart from the cynical clipping of opponents' heel as they broke away on the halfway line, resulting in a number of bookings and a sly grin, but his all-round play was sublime. 10 years, 457 games, 98 goals, 93 assists. That equates to a goal every 4.6 games, a major contribution every 2.3 games for a central midfielder slash winger, depending where you play him. Peter Whittingham definitely did what he wanted. And in my opinion, the greatest player Cardiff City have ever had. And we've had some truly great players. I'll proudly tell my kids I saw Peter Whittingham play. And he was our magnificent seven. Rest in peace, Wits. There's about a hundred different memories I could use for Peter Whittingham. I think the one that stands out most for me right now when I think back is the hat-trick against Wolves in the promotion season under Malcolm Mackay. A cool-as-you-like penalty, a fantastic strike from the edge of the box with his left foot, and then just one of the most ridiculous free kicks I think I've ever seen him score. Edge of the box, whipping it across the face of Ikimi. It was just magnificent. But the way he just controlled the whole game was just unreal. He was unplayable that day. And yeah, it was just absolute joy to watch. Him and Craig Noon linked up so well that day. Um, another one, and I think sure other people have mentioned it, is when he scores with a tackle against Reading. Um, not many other players can find the top bins from a tackle, but Whittingham somehow managed to do that in like the fourth minute against Reading. Other thing that stands out to me with Wits is just how not everyone's comments not just how good of a player he was, but just how good of a bloke he was. I don't think I've heard one bad story the whole time he's been at the club, not just since he's passed, but even before then. You'd always see players getting slagged off on forums and on Twitter, but Wits was never one of them. It always seemed like he had time, whether it was out in town, uh, just randomly walking his dog in Barry. Or whatever he was doing, he always seemed to have time for the City fans and just seemed to love speaking to the fans and sort of knowing how much he was loved. We've been through some really rough times over the last two years. Uh, losing Emiliano Sala probably tops uh, stands out massively, but losing Whittingham as well, it genuinely feels like you've lost a mate. Uh, the only other situation that feels like this and feels this raw is losing Gary Speed um, God, ten, almost 10 years ago now. Um, I'm heartbroken, I really am Just he wasn't just a footballer he was sort of he was Cardiff City for me for so many years even this season I've sort of looked out on the pitch and sort of thought God, I'd love Wits in this team a peak Whittingham in this team just 
would make things so much better. Um, it's just a massive loss, and yeah, we're all going to miss him massively. Uh, Peter Whittingham. Well, where do I start? He was the first name I ever had on the back of a football shirt. Um, there's many reasons for that. As a teenager playing in centre midfield for my school and club, Wits was the one player I always paid attention to. His ability to move the ball around the pitch with ease, his set-piece delivery, his, his constant composure, all things I wanted to have in my personal game. Obviously, at Cardiff, he was, of course, part of one of the greatest City teams of all times under Dave Jones, and, and he truly played his part in helping guide the club to a cup final and, and to the Premier League for the first time ever. It's hard to put into words just how important a player he was for Cardiff, but as fans, we all know that he was and is a club legend. Once a bluebird, always a bluebird. Rest in peace, Wits. I've got so many memories of, of Peter Whittingham. 99% of it is related to his goals. Just, I mean, it's been said a lot the last week, but he, the guy didn't score tappings. All of his goals from open play were amazing. He's got a lot of free kicks as well. Uh, City posted a video, um, I think after he left, of all of his goals back-to-back. And there were some amazing free kicks in there. And even his penalties were good as well. None of them were, you know, were scrappy. But his goals from out from out outside the box were incredible. The, the Reading goal is just extraordinary. If if Messi or Ronaldo scored that, it would be considered the best goals of their career. And I reckon that Wits' top five would be better than any other player's top five. He only scored incredible goals. Um but the the one that stands out for me was actually his first goal, and I wasn't even there. But it just it stayed with me. I've got such a vivid memory of it. Long story short, I was at uni, so I didn't go to the game. Um, we were playing Barnsley on a Friday night. It was um, at Ninja Park. Um, and I had an accident in the kitchen. I cut my hand open. And my housemate had to drive me to hospital to get stitched up. So no joke, because we are in the traffic lights somewhere going to hospital. Um, it was the exact moment where he was lining up a free kick. And as we were sat in traffic, not moving, the ball flew in and I saw it through the window of a pub. And it was really random, but that's the kind of thing that sticks in your mind. Um, and I guess it's kind of fitting that his first goal for us, that that was his first goal and it was a blinder. Um, and I think also that just the memory of him, this is all of his, all the ex-players that played with him have said that he had such a dry sense of humour. Like he never celebrated goals. He was the least flashy person. And I was trying to explain to my mates who don't support Cardiff last week, that they, they, they were saying, well, how did you ever keep hold of him? Because I was sort of talking to them about his goal record and stuff. And I think just one of the reasons was that he was just really happy and settled. You know, he wasn't a, he wasn't that career-minded. He, he wasn't egotistical. He wasn't someone who was like, oh, I deserve to be playing at a higher level. It, it was unquestionable that he did. But, you know, he was happy and lived in the area. And, and I suppose that's, that's a really sort of comforting thing that, you know, he obviously really enjoyed his football. He was a really creative player. It wasn't a a grind for him. And uh, and he spent the best years of his career with us. Um you know, so it's 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 beyond tragic what's happened with his, you know, having a young family and, and leaving so early and so young, but you know, there's so many great memories and he'll go down as a as one of the most exciting players that anyone in, in our generation have seen. When I think about Peter Whittenham, a number of things come to mind. First of all, he's probably the most graceful footballer I've ever seen in the flesh. And bearing in mind we've seen all the Premier League stars, 
We've seen Gareth Bale, Ronaldo, Suarez, some of the greats of our era, and yet he seemed to put them to shame in so many different ways. He had an unbelievable pass. He was always two or three passes ahead of his teammates. Um, sometimes when he made a link with a player like Chopra, Bothroyd, Bellamy maybe, McCormack even, Fraser Campbell. That's when the attacking football worked. That's when we saw defences sliced open because they could read him and they knew where he was going and what he was going to do and they knew that he could pick him out. So he stood out head and shoulders above pretty much every other player I've seen in a Cardiff City shirt since I started watching them. I've got my favourites for various reasons, but Wits was the most graceful of footballers. Secondly, and perhaps at the other end of the scale, he was one of the worst tacklers I've ever seen. I remember one game, him getting sent off right in front of the dugout. I don't know who we were playing at home. And he didn't even wait for the referee. He just walked out the tunnel because he knew it was game over. He knew that he was getting sent off. He knew that the referee was walking over with that red card. And for all of his pros, tackling was one big con. And for the majority of the time, we didn't mind because he'd done so many wonderful things that he he could have got sent off 10 times in the season and we didn't care. But he just seemed to avoid tackling most of the time because he didn't really need to. And then when he did do it, he went in 12 out of 10 and just hacked and sliced and did whatever it took. Think Joe Rawls at Wembley playing Spurs, but worse. That was our wits tackling and it was amazing. It often brought laughter from the stands around us and um, is equally as memorable as some of his goals and some of his passing. And last of all was, which is a guy, footballers are often seen as aloof, distant, not interested, uh, unreachable uh, from a different part of society, but that wasn't Wits. Wits drank in the pub at the end of my street. Um, lots and lots of people in Barry knew him. Um, he always had time to say hello, pose for a selfie, have a chat. He was never too big for his boots. Remained as down-to-earth as you can possibly be whilst being a superstar footballer that had played in the Premier League and earned big money. That was his defining characteristic. He was just a normal guy. He loved his family more than he loved the limelight. He wasn't interested in stardom. He did his talking on the pitch and he kept himself to himself off it. Kept his nose clean, no controversies, no scandals. He was just an all-round legendary guy and he will never be forgotten by the Cardiff City faithful. He will go down in memory as one of the all-time greats. Where to start? My memory of him goes back to September 2012. And it was a game against Wolves, uh, played on a Sunday, a very warm afternoon as I remember it. Same day that Craig Noon and Nicky Maynard made their debuts for the team. Uh, we went 1-0 down very quickly. Um, and then Wits hit a hat-trick, uh, two in the first half. And the one that got his hat-trick was a free kick, curled from the left-hand side 
of the box straight into the top corner almost perfectly positioned from where i was sitting there was only one place he could have put it and he curved it straight into the stanchion keeper never moved there was the hat trick what a player um so it's smiley re here from uh twitter um i don't think it's any secret that wits was my absolute favorite player um it was the butt of many jokes over the years um and yeah as i've mentioned before a lot of my non-footballing friends associated him with me um i've got lots of favorite moments um but i suppose i'll say the one that was more sort of um associated with myself i suppose um it's a story that people know and especially if you follow me on Twitter you will have seen me put it up this week but um, the first time I met Wits the players were doing a sign-in at a sports shop in town which no longer exists and I can't off the top of my head think what's there now but um, and the day before it happened I was excited about it all week I was like yes get to meet Wits finally Um, and the day before it happened, I got hit by a car, which sounds a lot more dramatic than it was. I was on the pavement, someone went into first gear instead of reverse. Um, and so I literally hobbled to the sign in the next day, I refused to go to A&E because I wanted to meet him so much. <laughs> um, I hobbled to the sign in, you had to go up some stairs to go and meet him and Mark Hudson, it was at the time. Um, and they were sort of saying, because I literally had to like, practically carry my leg um and um I was so nervous and yet so I waffle anyway when I'm nervous um and I was a bit like well I got hit by a car yesterday but I had to meet you today and he was just like that's either very dedicated or very stupid (laughs) um and when I went to hospital the next day because the pain was just unbearable because I'd actually torn a ligament it later on was confirmed they were like why on earth didn't you come in when you did this and I was like well my favorite football player was doing a sign in and I had to go and meet him and um they were like all right okay and I was like but he's not just any football player um and that story is one I've told many times over the years um since then I've met him a number of times I've had the absolute pleasure of watching him play um he was an incredible footballer, a lovely, lovely man. Um, and, yeah, I can't really believe it's actually happened. Um, thoughts and prayers go out to his family, obviously, um, but he meant so much to Cardiff City. Um, and, yeah, he meant the world to me, really, um, and I'm absolutely gutted about the news. Um, and... Hopefully, once all the coronavirus stuff is over, we can really honour him as a club because he deserves to be honoured. Both OK. Um, so here's my tribute, which I think you'll edit as much as you want anyway. Um, what can I say about Peter Whittenham? Um, That hasn't already been said, essentially. We, we both moved to Cardiff at around the same time, which was kind of weird. So also, I always kind of felt like I had a weird bond with him in a way. But like over the, the 10 years that followed that, I'd bump into him quite a lot. And we went from, I've got a picture of me with him just after he'd 
joined Cardiff um, and it was just after I'd moved to Cardiff as well and we were both like quite awkward in it and then over the, the 10 years that followed you know we'd, we'd go to like high-fiving each other in the middle of the player awards and having a laugh and a joke and just being you know quite matey with each other which, which was lovely to have that kind of bond with someone um especially someone like him who was just an absolute bloody hero he was way too good for Cardiff he always was but you know he was happy there and I guess that shows the fact he still lived in South Wales he he was just so insanely talented um the way he played against it's Middlesbrough that stands out the game in the cup run um which I was lucky enough to be at the way he controlled that game was insane. His goal was just off the scale. And even his pass setting up setting up the other goal as well. Um, it's just so weird. He he shouldn't have gone. He should still be here. We should Oh I dunno. It's just awful. Um and my thoughts are very much with his family and his friends. And hopefully we will all be able to pay tribute to him once the world gets back to normal. Uh, Scott Salter here, and it's really hard to put into words, isn't it, how the impact the death of, of Peter Whitnam has had on, on Cardiff fans and you know me personally and, and everyone. You know, A fantastic player and, and ultimately a lovely bloke as well. I, I was lucky enough to meet him in uh, in Cubana's in in Barry a few years ago and had a picture with him and and I think that that's been the overriding uh, theme amongst Cardiff fans is is how lovely and how much time he had for for Cardiff fans and ultimately you know on the pitch we we probably will never see a player as as fantastic and as, as talented as as Peter Whitnam in in Cardiff you know ten years at the club brilliant contributions lots of goals you know that season where he scored twenty five goals from from the left wing was just unprecedented and you know the outpouring of, of love and emotion and, and, and respect from Cardiff fans but also football fans footballers and, and his, his ex-teammates as well says it all about how great a player Whittenham was um, and the impact that he has so you know hopefully now the the club give give us a chance to to say thank you and to recognize him whether that is retiring the number seven shirt whether that is renaming a stand a statue I'm not quite sure I think I think all will be quite fitting tributes but something needs to be done and and to, to pay respect to to probably Cardiff's greatest ever player and you know he, he's been missed anyway on, on the pitch and there's so many moments where I, I've I've said to myself god I wish we had pit, wits on the pitch right now you know a free kick or, or something like that so you know he'll, he'll be missed and, and thoughts obviously with with his family and and all of his friends at such a sad time for me and wits it was the hat-trick against sheffield united the first a calm and cool penalty smash right down the middle in the belly of the beast with a baying crowd and him not caring one iota Second goal, that anticipation, being the smartest man on the pitch to get in behind and smash in his second goal. And then the third goal, a cool finish with a fantastic breakaway to complete his hat-trick. Um, he was always at the centre of everything and 
the icing on the cake for that wonderful Dave Jones team. So a big thank you to everyone who sent in an audio recording of their best Peter Whittingham memories, moments, and just anything they wanted to say about the great man. Uh, we also had a few kind of written um, submissions as well, so I'm just going to read those out for you now. Um, so the first one is from James Corp, uh, James CCFC 1990 on Twitter. He said that his favourite memory of Peter Whittingham was when he scored two goals in front of the Grange end. I was in the Bob Bank and he was just starting to find form. The 8th of December 2007 against Colchester United, it was 1-1 at the time and Cardiff was struggling. Wits came on off the bench, if he remembers correctly, and scored two and we won 4-1 and he never looked back from there. Looking back, he knew the demands, the expectation and what it meant to play for our club. Class act, club legend, Mr Cardiff City. We also had an email from Mark Davis. He said the quality of his set-piece delivery was exceptional. I am so glad both me and my children got to see him play. My favourite goal was his long-range strike at home to Huddersfield in 2014. And another memory he has is that he doesn't remember ever seeing Peter Whittingham smiling in a team photo. And then another email from Christopher Evans. He says that the two corners he took in the Carling Cup final in extra time will stand out to him. Ben Turner scored from the second, but they were both inch-perfect. The Liverpool keeper simply couldn't cope with them. Peter Whittingham brought so many fantastic moments for us. My hero for the city was always Brian Clark, but this man had so much more. I doubt we will ever see a talent like his again. I am absolutely devastated by his untimely death. We, as a city and a football club, should ensure we honour his legacy. Good night. God bless you, Peter. You will always be a city legend. Peter Whittingham's legacy will be the ten brilliant years he gave Cardiff City and the life he made for himself in Cardiff. At this time, all we can say is thank you to Peter Whittingham, Cardiff City's number seven. And when the time is right, the club, I'm sure, will pay an appropriate tribute to the man who gave us so much.